This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 206 of The Real Word. Word is up. Look at you, changing it up there. 206, it's like you're in the 203. Changing it up? Yeah. <laughs> 203, Not only people from Connecticut know what being in the 203 means. Well, I know what the 203 means, but you, usually you say this is episode 206. Did you ever notice that when you say an area code for a phone number, like I'm in the 203, I'm in the 860, but then when well, you say the rest of the phone number, you use zero instead of O. You ever notice that? That's a thing people do. Well, let me do my phone number, 203-430-5926. Yeah. <laughs> hit up Nicole. There you go. Hit, hit her That's up. my phone number. Yeah. That's so funny. Send, I do do that. I do have an O and a zero. Okay. Send Nicole a text message. Ooh. Like, if you call her and she, and she doesn't have you saved, she's going to red button you anyways. Obviously. Uh, Even if I do have you saved, I might red button you. <laughs> not me. <laughs> All right. Rack, racket number one, United Van Lines. 45th National Movers Study has come out, and it reveals the top states people moved to and from. So just like on episode 204, where we covered the U-Haul study. This Wait, is wasn't that just 205? No, it was 204. It was 204. I feel so, like we just talked about this yesterday. Uh, no. So okay. U-Haul was episode 204. You can go back and take a look at the U-Haul study if you like. But yep. this one is particular to United Van Lines data. So this is not U.S. Census Bureau, which we're going to cover on a later show. Okay, so um, very specific to this company, United Van Lines released their 45th annual mover study, which indicates Americans were on the move to lower density areas and to be closer to their families throughout the last year. The annual study, which tracks the company's exclusive data for consumer state-to-state -state migration patterns, where U-Haul was just was basically data on one-way trips. Right. Okay. So uh, this has determined that Vermont, as the state with the highest percentage of inbound migration, seventy-four percent with United Van Lines. Which I, I remember with U-Haul, though. Remember, I said I'm a little surprised that Vermont didn't move because I no, think no, in Vermont the U-Haul. I think you were talking about New Hampshire. Oh, Vermont, I maybe I was okay. On U-Haul, Vermont did. It moved up from 26 all the way to 12. Okay, New but Hampshire New Hampshire did okay, not yeah. have a big jump. Yeah. New Hampshire was uh was 25th and they were 23 the previous year. So they actually moved back a couple spots. That's yep. on U-Haul. Yeah. We're like staying clear on the two yes. study here. So <laughs> Vermont number 12 on U-Haul, but here it was the highest uh percentage of inbound migration on United Van Lines at 74%. Topping the list of outbound locations was New Jersey at 71%. Mm -hmm. And that's held the spot for the last four years for United Van Lines. South Dakota, <laughs> South Carolina, West Virginia, and Florida were inside the top five, rounding out the top five for, and this Moving is all in. 2021 data. Mm -hmm. And then Illinois, New York, Connecticut, and California were in the bottom five along with Jersey. Now, we saw Connecticut on U-Haul jump, yeah, jump up a whole bunch. I mean, a it jumped whole from bunch, forty-three to eighteen, but on this study, it's still putting Connecticut in the Top bottom five. five you yeah. know, sixty percent outbound. So, what I love about United Van Lines when they come out with this study every single year is you can click on each individual state. Mm -hmm. So the blue states are the ones that had a 
you know, high amount of inbound migration. The yellow states are the ones that had that high outbound migration. And then the gray ones are like neutral. So like if we were to just click on, let's click on Connecticut just, just to do that, it'll give you the reasons. And this, it does it for every state of what were the reasons, primary reason for moving retirement. So outbound was 33% for retirement category inbound Mm -hmm. was 7%. And they've got retirement, health, family, lifestyle, job, and cost. Then they go into age ranges. Then they go into income. So they go a lot deeper on this and And it goes, again, it goes through all the years. I mean, you can go back as far as darn like 1982 if you want and look and see that seems oh maybe not that far back but it's allowing you to sort of check other years too no they go back to no you're right they go back to 1977 well uh, but there's not really any information though if you go back that far on there like if i go back to 1985 it's not uh, it's not giving me it's not allowed yeah yeah it's not as robust if you click on the state you're right about that uh they do show you the colors It, it, you can go all the way back to 77. They'll show you the colors on the, the U.S. map. 13, the 2013. Gotten, gotten better yeah. over the years. Yeah. 2013 looks like the first year that they really started filling it up a little more. Yeah. And you can kind of like, like when you c- click on Florida, for example, you see that inbound 39% uh, was, was due to retirement. 22% was family. 27% was lifestyle. So 39% basically being retirement means that there's still a lot of boomers moving down to a place like Florida, which is great for the economy for the next 10, 15 years. But like Ivy Zellman says in 2030, some of those areas where there's a lot of boomers, you'll see a big increase in inventory in those specific areas starting in 2030. So good for the next, say, eight or 10 years for that economy. But is it going to cause a little bit of an inventory issue, which is crazy to think about right now that you would have, you know, in a place like, like South Florida, for example, too much inventory, but in 10 years, long time, you could see an inventory issue, meaning too much inventory. Potentially. But I mean, we're always talking about all these, you know, Gen Xers and all that are going to be flooding the scenes too. So I guess you don't never really know. Wasn't Gen, Gen X like a, uh, a WWF team. Degeneration. It was Degeneration D- X. DX. Degeneration <laughs> X. X Pac <laughs> and Razor Ramon. When was that though? Like I feel like that was after my time. This is this is when the WCW and uh, the WWF I, had their whole like war going on, and it was like I feel like it was right after or during that war where you had the people are gonna the people that don't know follow wrestling are gonna be like people are screaming. Right. Yeah. This this is insane. What what are they what are, what are they talking, talking about? about? This guy's yeah. a psychopath. They, well, they just they just know the Rock. They don't know anything before the Rock. The Rock just had that whole <laughs> thing where he had that T Rex skull on his on his desk, and people were wondering if it's real. Did you see that whole controversy? I did not. Yeah. Anyways, hmm. his his skull's kind of like a T Rex skull. The, the the dude's a monster. He is a monster. He's a big old big old man. All right, so moving in, <laughs> just to wrap this up, United Van Lines, uh, Vermont, South Dakota, South Carolina, West Virginia, Florida, and then you had Alabama, Tennessee, Oregon, Idaho, and Rhode Island. Wow, and Rhode Island got crushed on U-Haul, didn't they? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like 
I don't remember. No, they didn't. That was Massachusetts. Uh, I was thinking. So Rhode Island was, was right in the middle of the pack, but certainly not in the top 10. They were in the 30s there on U-Haul. So that's a top 10 for United Van Lines. Top outbound st- uh, states, top 10. We gave you the top five, Jersey, or the bottom five, Jersey, Illinois, New York, uh, Connecticut, California. Man, those are always in that five always. For, for this yep. study. Michigan, mm-hmm. Mass, Louisiana, Ohio, and Nebraska, and Nebraska. round out. Hmm. And then they had uh, Kentucky, Wyoming are among the balanced states along with basically everybody else that we didn't mention. So if we didn't mention your state, drop us in the comments, say, hey, you know, come on now. What, what What's up with Georgia? You didn't say Georgia. What's up with us? You know, I don't know. Maybe Georgia's good then. You know, they're not they're not they're, the, balanced, they're not moving yeah. out. They're not moving in. Everybody's just, saying just nobody wants happy. to leave. Right. But I guess like, nobody's going in. May, now, well, a, lot of, a lot of people going in there. Georgia. Yeah. Hmm. The GA people love the GA. Do you, do you have to talk like that when you're talking about Georgia? Yeah. 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 What happened? What happened? I love my Georgia Georgia people. Come on. Uh, They do actually talk about Gen Xers here. Nicole, you brought up Gen Xers. Uh, I did. Many Gen Xers are retiring. Gen Xers are retiring, often at a younger page than past generations. Gen X is right between millennial and baby boomers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joining joining baby boomer generation. can't imagine that there's too many Gen Xers. Well, what's the age? I think 40 is the youngest, probably, right? And then it goes up to what? Probably 50, 55 Gen Xers. Let's look at the dates. Look yeah, at the dates. What, is, what are the dates for Gen Xers? That's a great question. I think it's yeah, 1965. Is, uh, born between 60, mid 60s, yeah. And, and 79, 80s. yeah. Early 80s. But I mean, like if you were born in 1980, you're. 80. You know, you're 41 years old. Yeah, I was. I was born. So I was born in 81. That's why I'm a sort of like, I'm like, I hug it. I hug the line. But yeah, 65. I mean, you're talking then 40, 50, 60, 60 years old. Yeah. So there there are some Gen Xers just starting to to retire. retire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. says here in the study that uh, many are retiring to places like Florida. The data reveals they're not necessarily heading to heavy populated cities like Orlando and Miami. They're venturing to Punta Gorda, Sarasota, Fort Myers, Cape Coral. That these are all West Coast Florida uh, because they're you know probably going to find less traffic and maybe a better deal. And then uh, so we'll link this up. United Van Lines. You could spend literally all day on this chart, all day. looking around the different stats mm-hmm. uh, on the U.S. map, rather and get a whole bunch of information. This is great data for you. Any state that you're in, you can flip this data a number of different ways, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there's so much information here. You could probably get 30 short form videos if you're an agent based around your state on this hmm. data, on this one study. You can get a ton of information. So well, we'll link it up for you guys. You just you made your he in. just made it you just made yourself the marketeer. Look at you. I am because of that. Because you are. That you're making tip. yourself you're making yourself the marketeer today. I am the marketeer of the week. We'll link we'll link it up. It's, but it, you can <laughs> Google it. United Van Lines 45th <clears throat> annual mover study. Um and, and it'll it should pop up 2021 on Google. So definitely not a racket. Great information there. Dig into it. Racket number two. Let's do it. Many homeowners will be priced out of the market in 2022. Fannie Mae forecasts rising mortgage rates and home prices will dent existing home sales by 3.2%. Now, what does that mean? That means that 
they're projecting that we'd have about 5.945 million sales this year, which is down. We, we went over 6 million sales uh, in 2021 with, with 6.83 million sales. So, uh, you know, they're saying we go down that. That isn't 3.2%. That's much bigger than 3.2%. No, okay. So they're saying it's going to fall from 6. Point, I'm sorry, 6.91 million sales in 2021 to 6.83 million this year. That's your 3.2% mm-hmm. is, uh, is what they're projecting in new home sales. That is still uh, one of the, the best year, second best year since 2006. So it's not a huge drop, but because of interest rates going up because of inventory being so low, they could see some people getting priced out this year and that the total number of sales, not prices, but the total number number of sales could drop. Okay. Now, if you're paying attention in the last couple of weeks, you're seeing that rates have definitely gone up. They've been super day-to-day volatile. Yep. Like one day they were at as much as 3.8 for a 30-year fixed, 3.6. <clears throat> 3.7, 3.5. Like every day they're changing and bouncing around. Obviously the 10 year is driving that and has gone up. But Nicole, well, you know, if you look at the chart here, Fannie Mae and Mortgage Banker Association's mortgage rate forecast, they're mm-hmm. completely, you know, different. Fannie Mae's the blue line. If you follow the yep. blue line, they're saying that in, in quarter one of 22, we're going to be at 3.2%. Well, we've already seen it much higher than 3.2%. Right. They're saying in quarter three of 22, it's going to be 3.3%. So their forecast is already wrong because we've already seen, I mean, unless they think it's going to, you know, come back down, this volatility is not going to last very long and it's going to come back down. It's going to average out in quarter one where mortgage banker association is at 33 3.5% for quarter one, quarter it two. It goes well over 4% too by, by next and year. T- yeah, and, and so in 23, to your point, MBA is over 4% the entire year where Fannie Mae is sitting like flat all year Mid in 2023 yeah. at 3.5%. I don't know. I mean, I, I got to believe with the volatility we've seen recently that Mortgage Baker Association is going to be closer to being accurate because they're showing a steady increase all year going and ending in quarter four just over 4%. I mean, when we've seen days as high as 3.8, it makes me want to like lean towards their numbers as opposed to Fannie Mae, which is just like pretty flat, steadily increasing from 3.2 to 3.5 at the end of 23. None of mm-hmm. us know what's going to happen, but when you talk to lenders, they're like, we're getting signals that- They're at four. This is getting bad. Yeah. Yep. And it's unfortunate because it's being compounded by inflation too. So it's just like, at what point do you just say mercy, you know? Um, but anyway. So, it's, so that it, will, I mean, if we go Mortgage Baker Association, that will price people out, obviously. For Somebody's, sure. Somebody is, you know, the end of the last year doing their numbers at three and a quarter, and then all of a sudden they get locked in at four. Four and, and a quarter, changes, yeah. That changes their payment dramatically. So that's one way people get priced out. Uh, annual home price appreciation by quarter. Now, this chart here shows you, and this is, I believe, throughout the entire year. Uh, actually, no, it shows it going down in uh, uh, 22. So it shows you quarter one, 22, 15.5% uh, annual home appreciation. So it's a rolling 12, 12% in 22, 
10% in quarter three. So uh, 12% in quarter two, 12, uh, 9% in quarter three, and then 7.6% in quarter four. So it shows it steadily declining. It, it's basically saying that the peak was quarter three of 2021 at 18.5% annual home appreciation. Now, Zillow believes you're going to see it go up in 22 over the, the 12 months. Mm-hmm. And so does, uh, what's the, the big one there? It wasn't Wall Street. It was, um, we've, we've talked about it a whole bunch in the past. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs believes over the next 12 months, you're going to see annual appreciation go up. This chart here that we're looking at is showing it actually declining, which would which would help people not get priced out of homes if it if it does slowly decline. Well, I mean, historically with rising prices, you know, it always it always flips. So if the prices yeah, come mean, down, rates go up. I mean, it, it it's usually what happens. And, and I'm reading this now, actually, I think the wrong way. So it's showing you just less of an appreciation, but still appreciating from where we are now. So that that means you know these homes are still going up, mm-hmm. um, which that makes sense. So it's just less of an appreciation, and and I believe that we saw twenty percent essentially in two thousand twenty one. I believe we're going to be still see double digits, maybe ten percent this year, but ten percent on top of that twenty percent. So yes, that's another way that home buyers would get priced out of the market. Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, unfortunately, I think that's what we're dealing with where they don't have many options in terms of inventory to look at. They have the issue of these uh, these rates going up and volatility with the rate and home prices are going to go up in 2022. So some people, as that median price point continues to rise, are, are not going to be able to buy the home or they're going to have to go out into a different area, maybe further out from where they're looking, or mm-hmm. they're going to have to buy less of a home than they were thinking at the end of 21. Right. That's unfortunate for, for a lot of people. Now, it's such great news for this year, right? Bobby, you going to buy a house? Bobby can't buy a house now. I was, I was planning on it. Yeah. Uh, he was thinking about it until <laughs> I we just listened to this, this segment. <laughs> Yeah, it, no, you know, here's the thing. If the only thing that can help this issue is if a lot of homeowners see that the rate is increasing and they don't want to wait and they they get more inventory on this market. We need more inventory uh which would help a little bit, but we need a lot of inventory to A really, lot of inventory. Really help it yeah. Out. Yeah. All right, marketeer of the week Nicole, another design <laughs> Wait, I thought you were. I thought we were. We, I thought we were. I was to the that. Mar- second. You were. Of the week. You were. Look at you. Second, second run at Marketeer. Wall Street Journal. They're getting into their design stuff. We talked about the big chandeliers. Now they're talking about wallpapering a closet. Okay, so they're saying, and this is a uh, Jewel Marlowe's favorite spot to to wallpaper. I believe the smaller space, the better the opportunity to make. A statement. This is a Washington D.C. interior designer. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that, Nicole? That the smaller the space, the bigger the opportunity to make a statement. Well, of course. I mean, you and I were even just talking about that this morning. You know, we're we're redoing your pantry, and I said, I'm like, that's the uh, place for you to. 
that's the place for you to have a little bit more fun. So too much fun. You told me. Well, you don't want to have too much fun. You, you, you. Would you? Would you say you said you're sophisticated? Was that the word you used? Well, no, 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 no. You said you know. You said everybody in that community. You said your. I said your community is 55 and over, and you said, well, I want it to be sophisticated. It's not a 55 and over community to be clear. So I wouldn't be able to move in there. But you called yourself sophisticated, and you wanted it to stay sophisticated. I said it's a sophisticated community, and I and I said I'm <laughs> I'm classy, and so got to. I don't know that you use the word classy. Did you use yeah, the yeah. word classy? Because hmm. you you said classy. You know you, how you always question everything. Classy. <clears throat> okay. Well, anyway, I do 100% agree with it. I think that you know small bathrooms. I don't know about. I mean, obviously, I don't have a walk-in closet, so. Um, I'm certainly not wasting wallpaper on my little, you know, one by one closet. Cool. But um, I think it's I, I agree with it. It's definitely a wonderful opportunity for you to have a little bit more fun and and make it a little bit more appealing, make you want to go into your closet. Put the photo up. It almost matches one of the shirts. It does. It's like I don't ridiculous. I don't know if they're going to be able to see. They're not. You're putting this picture up, right, Bobby? OK. Yeah. If you're on yeah. YouTube, you'll be able to see the, the photo of this. No, it Wallpaper. definitely matches it, the, def- the the dress that's the closest to us. It definitely matches it. Um, it looks like they're even doing it in like a in like a little pantry area. They're wallpapering their pantry. I love it. I think I think the bigger the better. I like bold. I mean, I'm. It's time to have a little bit more fun and color in your life. Well, I've seen you select <laughs> wallpapers on flips and investment properties, and I've never seen you pick this particular one that. They're highlighting here in the Wall Street Journal. Would you ever uh, pick that one? No, nope. No, I didn't nope. think so. No, usually not. the ones you, you you did our office up too with some wallpaper. I did. A lot we of wallpaper. wallpaper. There is wallpaper. Yeah, I mean, we did do our bathroom with boom boxes. So uh, oh, so Bobby, we did... put a picture of the boom box wallpaper in our yes. bathrooms. We have boom boxes in both of our bathrooms. We decided to go a little bit more fun in there. Again, I it's a, it's a small space. You gotta you gotta have fun with it. So, but no, I would never use this wallpaper. But but this is a little bit more sophisticated. So maybe we use this in your pantry. But if somebody's, so, well, we're not going to use this in the pantry. No, we're not using this particular wallpaper. No. Get, get a grip here. <laughs> uh, but it, so if somebody's advising, you know, someone's getting their house ready to put on the market, agent is advising, you would say, make, you would agree with this interior designer. Oh, 100%. Make 100%. the pops in smaller spaces, not, Absolutely. A, not a living room or something like that. And now with like peel and sticks, I mean, you're able to do this all on your own. I mean, just go onto Amazon, order some peel and stick, throw it up there. Even if you're putting it like on the back of your cabinets, you know, you have some glass doors in your in your kitchen, you could put it on the back of your cabinets. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is this is this is a no brainer. This is fun. So DM Nicole on Instagram if you need any wallpaper tips because she's looking at this stuff all the time. I, I will I have no wallpaper. wallpaper tips for you. No? So. All right. No, no, no. Or, yeah, D- DM her on, on IG. All right. Uh, that's that, Nicole. I'll see, you, I'll see you around. See you around the block. I'll see you, I'll see you next I guess, week. Yeah. We'll be in I, person next week. Well, like the real next week or like the pretend next week? The next week. The next yeah, week. The next The real next deal. Week. The real, the real world. Yeah. We only do the real stuff on the real word. Well, on right. occasions. Appreciate you guys listening. Love for you know a comment from you if you checked out that Van Line study. Any any surprising stats about your state? Love to hear from you. We'll see you guys on the next one. See you guys.